Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of No Funk and Strictly Munkin, the only podcast that, despite reports to the contrary, does not funk around at all. Only monks around. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jay Christie, joined as always by Andre Barrera. Andre, how are you? You know, I'm alright. I've just been monkeying around all day. Mm-hmm. And, so and to speak. Exactly. Uh, I mean, so to speak, we just got to talk about it. This episode just, doesn't just have monk in it. What else is in it? It's got some monkeying around. We're not just monkeying. Exactly. We're monkeying. Exactly. This episode also could be called No Funkying, Strictly Monkeying. <laughs> I um, like that, actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this episode's got a monkey in it. Um, I think it's kind of an oversight, honestly, that it's Mr. Monkey in the Panic Room. They probably should have led with the fact that there's a monkey in it. Um, I, yeah, yeah. Mr. Monkey and the monkey. Mr. Mr. And monkey and the monkey is, I mean, sells itself. But, uh, anyway, um,. What was your opinion on this episode? Uh, I, you know, I kind of thought I wasn't going to like it, but I ended up liking it a lot. Yeah, I'm actually pretty mixed on this episode. I don't like some of the stuff with the crime, but I think it's one of the few ones where the comedy stuff actually kind of works better than the the murder stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah, I Like, I, I think it, the, the funny stuff is really funny, um, and it's really successful. Yes. Now, now um, what, what what's your experience with uh, Panic Rooms? Um, have you ever been inside a panic room? I have not. Uh, I'm a big fan of the movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's really good. Mine mm-hmm. is Jared Leto and his cornrows. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I have never been in one. Yeah. I've never seen one. Yeah. yeah, I feel like panic rooms are one of those things that like really only exist in movies and TV. I mean, obviously it's because only rich people have them, but, um, yeah, you know, once you're in a panic room, when, when, once, you're, uh, once you got the amount of money where it's like, this is a fi- financially reasonable decision for me would be to make a panic room you probably should slow your roll um you know i'm kind of like i'm super into the idea of a panic room like that sounds awesome but uh yeah it seems like it'd be a lot of money and uh, i'm not here for that yeah i also once heard a home security expert say to my family that the only people who need to worry about someone breaking into their house to kill them are um like prosecutors or defense attorneys that lost cases so that kind of because basically what he was like is like if someone's breaking into your house, they're not trying to kill you. Like they're trying to steal from you. Just like don't, like you 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 don't need to worry about that. And the thing is, he's right. Um, what people get murdered all the time at home? I mean, the thing is, in comparison to like other crimes, all the, no, they don't all the time. Like that, they just don't. There's very in few. Home, they do. I know, but there's very few home invasions <laughs> where people get murdered, especially by like total strangers. Like you know, obviously this wasn't total stranger, but um, my point being is, uh, you know. You're safe in your own home, and uh, owning a gun makes you more likely to die by gun. Anyway, so we start sure. off um, with some dope beats, you know, some nice... Uh, yeah, some laying beat. down some track. Exactly, a track is being laid down. We're with our guy, Ian. He's on the phone with... Uh, you find out later it's Chloe. And he's listening to a mix, and he's like, this is real good, babe. Like, this is the track. Just babe. Chloe, just Chloe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And... Um, you know, I think the song sounds fine. I don't think they need to do another pass. What about you? Yeah, I know. It sounds pretty good to me. Um, I would never listen to it. But exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not for us. Yeah. It's for, it's for the Chloe heads. <laughs> uh, and it, but apparently, it's not just Ian who likes it. Who also likes the song? Who's been dancing around the house? Our guy Darwin, which just on the nose name for a monkey. That is true, but also, like, does this Ian guy seem like someone who named his monkey something less on the nose than Darwin? Like, I don't... No, because he's also British, so that makes, yeah. like, a thousand percent yeah. sense. Um, you know that Charles Darwin doesn't use the word evolution in On the Origin of Species? A little fun fact for y'all. Um, oh, also married you. his cousin. Um, oh. And um, I'm trying to think if I have any other Darwin fun talk, facts. Talk about, talk about the evolution of a species. Exactly, the de-evolution of a species. Yep. Daddy, daddy, why did I evolve to have 11 toes? Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. Um, <laughs> You're sick today. What? I want to do. What? Um, so there's a prowler outside. The, the alarm goes off. Um, there's an intruder. Um, you gotta ask yourself, did he come intrude the window? Um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and he and this Ian guy clearly is paranoid um, because he has a panic room, duh. But he really takes... nice house. We should be failed to mention. Oh, yes. Very nice house. Um, I would love to see the house that is like a shithole that uh, has, has a, a panic, panic room. room? <laughs> um, uh, Trump's but, house. Uh, I mean, you know, I can't argue. Um, 
but I was going to say that he, he leads Darwin by the hand, you know, and Darwin's a good, you know, he's coming along. And he goes yeah. in the panic room, shuts the door, and then, woo, the boys in blue show up, as you'd expect. And uh, they're knocking on the door, and he doesn't answer, so what do they got to do? Uh, they got to, like, weld their way in, or I don't know what you call it. But it's really weird to me. Is the police normally the people who show up first? Yes, like I believe so. Company? I mean, it depends. I, I probably, but also I think that the police are alerted. Um, yeah, there probably would be a security company. Um, but uh, yeah. So anyway, so they use like a blowtorch to get in, and they open yeah. it up, and Ian's on the ground, dead shot, and who's holding the gun? Darwin's going ape shit. Now, when you first saw this, what was your reaction to the cold open ending with "It looks like a monkey killed this guy"? <laughs> uh, that there's no way this monkey did it. Well, no duh. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, but uh, but yeah, I was uh, I, you know, it sets you up for some pretty fun hijinks that comes later on. Um, but aside from that, I was just like, oh, okay, we've reached like a, an animal murder. Exactly. That's, like that's where we've gotten to. Exactly. It's it's like kind of like you kind kind of like oh geez, this is. This is, this is a little too much, but I think it ends up being fine. And then yeah. we cut to a fight at school. We got a Benji plot line. Uh, oh, but by the way, by oh, the sorry. way, like when like in that whole scene where like uh, mm-hmm. you know where yeah. he's, he's recording the song, you see like a million pictures of Carmen Electra, and I was yeah. just like, wait, what the hell? What's going on here? Why is Carmen Electra like? Mm-hmm. Why is this guy obsessed with her? And yeah, that's Chloe. Yes, Chloe. That, that that's that's Chloe. Yeah. The. Yes, it's like um, when I was going to reference a tweet joke that is like just not f- famous enough for me to make a reference to. Hold uh, on, is it the one, uh, the guy from the Ringer that goes to see the the accountant and he's like, "That's that's the accountant." That's well, that's actually it's a thing that reference that's referencing another tweet. Well, no, no, no. Okay. The original one is not the accountant. The original one is I've heard who tweeted it, but it's goes to see Chappie with my girlfriend. Chappie comes <laughs> on screen, pokes her. That's Chappie. That's the original one. Is that's Chappie. <laughs> Um, so yeah. Okay. Well, basically what you just said is you almost, you were like, uh, oh my God, I love that song, Smooth Criminal, that was written by Alien Ant Farm. Like, you just, you, you know, the original one is That's Chappie. Um, I guess. So there's a fight at school. Our friend Benjamin's involved. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to Sharona's house and she is, she's furious at him. Yep. And, um, yeah, and, and Monk is uh, putting on his band-aid and what, what, what's Benji's like? excuse for getting in a fight uh apparently he got into a fight with like a a kid because he was making fun of another another Mm -hmm. kid that was like a smaller i guess weaker kind Mm -hmm. of yes uh, i believe his name is ruben i think Um, yeah and so he was sticking up for him which Mm -hmm. you know good 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 on benji respect and and apparently he gave they gave uh ruben a wedgie monk Mm. asks what does monk ask Oh, I don't know. What did he Oh, he asked, what's a wedgie? And then he says, oh, that's when you, they pull your pants all the way up. And what? And then Monk's, what does Monk say to that? I don't fucking know. You tell oh, me. Oh, my God. This is a great joke. They used to call, he says, they used to call that an Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I caught that part of it, but I didn't catch the line right before that. So now I'm really pissed again. Yeah. And then, you know, Monk says something really nice because, you know, Monk is sticking, you know, sticking up for him. And Sharon's like, you're not his father. And Monk says, I care about him as much as any father. You know, good guy, Monk. Um, we don't yeah. really, you know, uh, but there's, they get a call, so none of this matters anymore. Benji is, Aunt Gail's coming over to make him dinner. He's got to go Poor upstairs. Aunt Gail. I know. Uh, she's got to go upstairs and think about what he did, because Sharona's like, he, Ruben is not your problem. And uh, would you believe that her arc in this episode involves her eventually coming around to realizing that Benji was right? Um, yeah. They set that up pretty clearly. Yep. So we go to the murder scene. Mm-hmm. Nice house. Yeah, and Stalmeyer says he's looking for a second opinion, but Disher corrects him because yep. he already gave him his second opinion. So any opinion going on would be the third opinion. Exactly. Um, yeah. And good so, stuff from Disher yeah. this episode. Mm-hmm. But like speaking of Disher, you know, I Jason Gray Stanford plays Disher. Honestly, never really seen anything else. Randomly showed up in this week's episode of The Boys. Uh-huh. Um, you know, had a scene. I was like, oh, shit, that's uh, Jason Gray Stanford. Good to see him. Um, as his, happens, Wikipedia, his Wikipedia picture is just a Hall of Fame A+. Plus. All right, I'm going to look it up. 
um, as we speak. But yeah, he just, you know, showed up on the boys, and uh, I can't say that things ended well for him, as, like, most characters Aww. on the show don't um, really, like, it's just, I mean, the, the show is not uh, very kind to characters. Oh, yeah. I mean, you gotta love a good Wikipedia picture. Um, yeah, Because, dude. obviously, like, things they can't be any, no one can own a copyright for them, so, like, I love the ones where it's just, like, a blurry photo of, like, this happens a lot with athletes, uh-huh. especially, like, baseball players. Honestly, really what it is, it's, like, baseball players from, like, the Caribbean, it'll be, like, a dimly lit nightclub with, like, two women on each of their shoulders that are somewhat cut out. It's, like, you see Alfonso Soriano or something in between them. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's... It's the best. This guy, you need to see this picture. I saw it. I looked it up. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great, great hat. Anyway. um, So, they're, like, telling Monk, like, he's married to Chloe. And Monk's, like, who's Chloe? Right. And what, what, what level of pop star do you think Chloe is? Uh, we're probably, like, on the level of, like, maybe, uh, man, I was going to say Lady Gaga, but maybe not. Maybe, like, a Halsey? Yeah, I would say probably a little more famous than Halsey because you, I don't think, if, if my mom probably doesn't know who Halsey is. Um, actually, my mom definitely Kelly doesn't Clarkson? know who. Yes, that would be better. I think that that's probably okay. better. Um, because yeah. it's not quite Beyonce because, like, they say that she's worth, like, $20 million, which is, like, you know, not, uh. Yeah. But she's got, but she's got one name, so you know it's exactly. Be good for something. I mean, yeah. I, I wonder. I wonder how. It's kind of crazy that you you have to presume that the singers who go by one name decide to go by one name very early on in their career. So you're really be calling your shot if you're like, no, 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 no. I have no albums out, but I'm just gonna be Jessica. <laughs> yeah, or JoJo. JoJo. Or uh, Jewel. Jewel. Yeah. Okay. What? Follow, follow your heart. Follow your heart. I mean, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't explain why. Uh, oh, you know, I was trying to think of someone who actually goes by their real name. Anyway, um, and so the, they go to the back of the house. There's broken glass. That's what set the alarm off. Yep. But they say it was just some neighborhood kids. You know. Right. Yeah. But if they were neighborhood kids and they like set off an alarm, why the hell would the footprints be like whole footprints? Like you know, like they. It seemed like they walked away, as opposed to running away. Like, and the thing is, in TV. It cop stuff, it's never neighborhood kids. Neighborhood kids have never committed a crime in any detective show. <laughs> right. It's like, well, it's yeah. probably just some neighborhood kids. Uh, yeah. So they ask, they ask Monk, do you want to meet the suspect? And he says, yeah. And then they introduce him to Darwin, and he does not understand. In fact, he says, I don't understand, like, five times. Yeah, he's perplexed. Um, and... Yeah, you know, at least they didn't, like, lean in too much to him being horrified by, mm. like, uh, animals. Like, he yeah. was okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, because they're like, the chimp was alone. His hand was on the trigger. Um, and, you know, and Sharona, you know, is like, come over, come over here, you know, wants to, yeah, gives Darwin a hug, picks him up. Um, Mom, because, like, you have to be quarantined. Um and uh, she's like, you know, I got. Is there any food? Let me take him to the kitchen. And Disher's like, I'm coming with you. Uh, and then she's like, why? And then he says, by my favorite line, the episode of, he's killed before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Disher's like at odds with uh, with Darwin. I mean, really, what this, the subtext of the whole thing, and they kind of make it text towards like in the middle. But he's just jealous of Darwin. <laughs> oh, 100 um, percent. But I think in the scene before that, we uh, they, I definitely skipped something. Start- yeah, yeah, they, they figure out, there's a couple things. Uh, they mentioned that sh- uh, Chloe was on the phone with mm-hmm. Ian at 4 o'clock in No, the that's actually in the next scene. I actually, I, I'm not wrong about this, because they go into the recording studio, and that's when they talk about it. Or maybe they don't. It's whatever. I might be wrong. Um, yeah. She, he was on the phone at 4 o'clock, and the alarm went off at, like, 5-something. 5 5.09. 5.09. Um, and, then, and then right after that is when they actually find the pill dispenser. No, yeah, so yeah, but they're in the recording studio, like I was saying. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That, um, that there's a beep, they find a pill dispenser, and it go, the pill dispenser goes off at 4.30 in the morning. Why didn't he take his pills? Um, question what that... What kind of pills were they? Antidepressants. Yes. Our guy, Ian, was going through some things. Yes, he was. Um, or maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was just on anti. You know, I don't want to cast aspersions. Towards our friend. Well, we Ian. know later on that he is going. He I know, but uh, he's our close personal friend, Ian, and I'm not going to say anything bad about him. Okay, all right, all right. All he's right. our close he personal friend. Was. Right, was rest in peace. Um, 
So Sharona is, you know, in the is in the, the kitchen feeding Darwin a banana. He's very happy. Monkeys like bananas. Um, and so then they go into the panic room, Stalmeyer and uh, Monk. And Monk. And uh, you know, Stalmeyer explains the case basically, like the facts that there are four bullets in him. The monkey had the gun. There was no one in. A, there was no one in or out, Monk. You know that whole thing. Yeah, but it's crazy, man. Like the apparently he had been shot. Yeah, like you said, four times: once in the face, once in the chest, and two in the back. Like, goddamn, mm-hmm. this monkey's got amazing marksmanship. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he, I mean, he had download on him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the ethics of owning a chimpanzee aside, um, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> well, his fate at the end isn't that much better. No, it isn't. Um, which is why the ethics of owning a chimpanzee are not yes, great. Yes, yes, yes. Also, let's just quickly talk about the fact that this episode, of course, was before. Remember that famous, like the big news head story about the woman who got her like face clawed off by the chimpanzee? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I th- I think about it. I'm not gonna lie. Whenever I see that, like whenever I see a monkey like on TV, I'm just like, oh god. Um. Anyway, and so obviously, as they're in this panic room, um, Monk is cleaning up everything. Because uh, there's stuff knocked over, as you would expect if a chimp was in there. Um, now, a detail that they don't actually point out, but is notable, is one of the things that's on the floor is a ketchup bottle, which is strange, because yeah. why would something from inside the fridge be on the floor? Yeah, that's true. They mentioned that, and like also, um, just correct me if I'm wrong, but was that tape recorder in there the whole time? Yes. Okay. But it, it was, nothing was on it. Um well, no, right. no, they took it out. It wasn't in there. They put it back in at the end, obviously, because they want to trap okay. him. Okay. But also another thing, too, is in, you see inside the fridge, and there's Campbell's soup cans in there, which Campbell's soup doesn't need to be refrigerated. Anyway. Um, right. So, um, you know, it's the, the Stamar has to, you know, he's like, I need you to sign off, Monk, because I'm not going to go out there and say there's a killer monkey if there wasn't a killer monkey, which, fair. Yes. Yeah. I mean, come on. And uh, and your boy Monk, of course. In in oh, man, I this scene kind of went on a long time too. It did, but honestly, I thought it, I thought it was mo- like ninety percent successful. I liked. I think it was funny. I'm I'm more bullish, but you mean there. the opposite. Bullish means you yeah. like it. Um, ah, damn it! I know it doesn't seem bold. Doesn't seem like a good thing, but um, anyway, yeah. So he locks himself in. Um, at least he thinks he does, even though there's a hole in the door. A gigantic hole in the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, ah, I'm trapped. I can't breathe. Yeah. I'm losing air. Yeah, and he can't like he can't see or he in his panic he can't like realize that there's like a button to actually mm-hmm. get out of there. And the yeah. whole time Stoudemire is yelling at him like, just press the button. So he like pushes himself mm-hmm. against a keyboard that's like the security system and all this crap. And it just for me it just went on. Too the long. line I like that Stoudemire says is where he's like. Monk, I can both see and hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then he ends up reaching in and opening it up. Um, and Monk's in a whole sweat. Yep. And, you know, then there's, you know, some folks come in. It's animal control. And yep. Darwin starts going nuts. He does not like the look of these guys at all. Now, he should be going nuts because they are going to put him down. Right. But but, he doesn't know that. Exactly, but that's not why he's going nuts. Why is he going nuts? Because, you know, people watch this episode, they know what happened. Uh, yeah, apparently uh, Darwin has an aversion to bald men. Yeah, so if there ain't bald men listening... Or, or bald women, I mean, I'm not... I mean, I'm yes. Not, I'm, not, uh, yes. I'm not trying to be inclusive. No, uh, you, you are trying to be inclusive. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to be inclusive. <laughs> I'm not yes. trying to be exclusive. You're trying to be... Ex- exactly. Um, yes, he saw... It, I think that this would have been around the time he saw... Uh, a trailer for V for Vendetta and started barking, not barking, but yelling at Natalie Portman. Um, it's just the first bald woman I can think of, and it honestly works that it was 2005 as well. Um, G.I. Jane. G.I. Oh, I mean, there we go. It, that's a more timeless reference. Thank you. Um, yep. So, yeah, they're going to have to put him down if uh, if they if they think it's, if he killed someone, which, fair, honestly. If, if, if a monkey, a chimpanzee, excuse me, had the ability to use a handgun and kill people, I hate to say it, but... <laughs> yeah, I saw Planet of the Apes. I know how this movie ends. Exactly. Um, and then we cut to... We're actually not 100% sure how this happened, but Sharona managed to convince Stoudemire to not put down Darwin until they determined whether or not he could have done it. Um, and 
Then comes a, a, a scene that's very silly. Um, where what, what's, what's Stalmer's test that he lays out? Uh, he basically wants to recreate um, the the you know the, how the crime happened. So he try he gets he asks Randy for a you know a gun that's been emptied. The mm-hmm. clip's been emptied, so obviously there'd be no problem there. Mm-hmm. And he takes Darwin down to like a empty interrogation room and basically starts monkeying around and antagonizing mm-hmm. like the monkey in order to get him to see if he's capable of shooting a gun. Yeah. What we don't know. Where he doesn't know, or until like they figured out after, is that Disher gave him the wrong gun. So yes, the gun that he went. Well, down let's not with. skip over the bad Disher theory of the episode. What's is the theory that he floats? You know what? I actually thought this was going to be it. Was so he did like the antidepressants? No, it's suicide by monkey. That yeah, he got he I, trained the monkey to kill him. I thought that was it, dude. Honestly, until yeah. we meet someone else. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not suicide by monkey. Because uh, Ian's life insurance is only a hundred thousand dollars, and Chloe's worth twenty million. So, correct. Yeah. But yeah, Randy realizes he gave the wrong gun. So they run down and they're trying to warn Stalmeyer, bang on the door and stuff. And he's wearing like a fez. He's blowing a whistle. He's doing the most. We yeah he is yeah he's he's doing the whole like clapping monkey mm-hmm. like uh, symbol thing, um, dude. But we missed like my favorite line in the episode. Oh, it was which when is? like, which is like when uh, Sharon is like with them in the police office and Darwin and she's like looking after him and mm-hmm. Disher just says, so how long have you two been dating? I mean, like, he's great stuff. Off about it. Uh-huh. Exactly. And then he, I believe, uh, Sharona says to Darwin that you're, you know, you're more handsome than him and you smell it or two, which, you know, yeah, some life gentle ribbing. So anyway, they're not going to, they're trying to get Stoutmeyer to open it up. And he's like, no, we're going to figure this once and for all. So they end up going into like behind the two way glass to try to get him. And sure enough, Darwin does shoot the two-way glass out. Yep. And uh, Stoudemire's case closed. And now I have a big problem with this in that mm-hmm. if a live if, – if, if a gun was uh, shot in a police station, there would be much more hubbub than the fact you see people walking around like the date – like, <laughs> someone just shot a gun. Yeah. No, it's – yeah, of course. But it was an animal. You know. Yeah, but they don't know that. They there's just gunshots. Imagine you're in a police oh, station and there's oh, gunshots. Like, no, people would be coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I thought you meant like punishment no. after the fact. No. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just like it's like oh yep, you know, every day a gun goes off. It's it's like the whole uh, the other guys the desk pop thing. Um, it's like that scene in um in what's it called uh, Harley Quinn and the Ma- or in uh, Birds of Prey, Birds of Prey or, or, the, uh, or the or the fantabulous uh, emancipation of one Harley Quinn. I think the movie actually kind of rules. If I'm not gonna lie, the title sucks. I liked it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but anyway, uh, so Toronto is obviously distraught because they figure out he can't shoot a gun. Um, but to do their due diligence, um. But did I ever pitch uh, the dumb character that I came up with? It's just a, na- a character name, which is it's someone who's incredibly careful, and their name is Dewey Diligence. Anyway, they go to the security place, um, and they meet the security guy, whose name I didn't write down. But Kurt Wolf. Kurt Wolf. And can I ask you an important question? Why does Kurt Wolf look like the lead singer of a early 2000s new metal band? Uh, because he was the lead singer of a metal band in the 2000s, probably. Yeah, honestly. Um, but you see this guy. Did you know this was the guy immediately? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Once he once he mentioned that he knew, Chloe. he's known Chloe yeah. for a long time, I was like, all right, this is, this is it. This yeah. is our guy. Yeah, so there's really not that much going on in the scene other than the fact you learned that he built the whole, um, the panic room and he's known Chloe. And there's, there's some only bits. one way in and out mm-hmm. of the place, mm-hmm. allegedly. Exactly. Um, and it turns out for Ian, there's only one way out, and that was in a body bag. Um, Yo! Okay. All right, that was nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and, uh, yeah, so then Monk and Trona end up interviewing Chloe, which this ends up being Carmen Electra's only scene, which is kind of inexplicable given that she's the special guest star. Um, that's true. Where do you where where where, where do you uh, lie on Carmen Electra? Because I think the thing is different between you and I is that you uh, became a man Girl. during years where she was still very popular in the culture, and so I imagine that she might have more significance to you than me. Okay, so two takeaways: one, she's really short. Yeah. Two, 
Uh, yeah, I was I was like shocked by that. Uh, and two, yeah, no, she was like some like super hot MTV like personality and whatever. She dated Dennis Rodman, but yeah, I was she married her, Dennis like, Rodman you know? if I remember correctly, and they got both got charged with domestic violence against each other the same night, um, which is fun. Um, yeah, and then uh, yeah, because she and then she ended up basically like just I remember there was a there was a bit during this ro- time when this episode was made. I just have a recollection of her just guest starring in any TV show at all. So, like, yeah. I don't know if she had, like, debts that she needed to pay off. Um, and then she was in all, like, those, uh, the epic movie, date movie, you know. So Wait, no, she was, like, she was in, like, uh, like a Charlie's Angel kind of show, I want to say, in the 90s? All right. In the 90s? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, let me see. Carmen. See, now, this is why I guys tune in, just to see us look at Carmen Electra's uh, IMDb. She was in... Um... Oh, uh, she was in Baywatch. Yeah. yeah, but she was in, but not, she wasn't, oh, yeah, she, yeah, she was on Baywatch for two years, it looks like. Um, so, uh, shouts to her, but, uh, yeah, she just was in a lot of stuff in the 2000s where she, uh, you know. Ooh, God, I remember Singled Out. What a show that was. With, I don't with your remember. Boy, with your boy, Chris Hardwick. I am not gonna claim Chris Hardwick. I'll let you get away <laughs> with a lot of that, but, like. Sometimes I see like <laughs> sometimes I see celebrities like will tweet like just an interview with Chris Hardwick and it's like did we all just memory hole that article his ex girlfriend wrote or we just all just forgot about that anyway yeah yeah it's yeah. like really like if, if come on like there are some people who are really talented who I can understand why you don't want to cancel but Chris Hardwick is like just there's what does he provide that any anyone I mean what what could Chris, what does Chris Hardwick do that I couldn't do just as well Ta- uh, uh, Walking Dead commentary I don't yeah that's fine I don't watch episode. The Walking Dead so yeah yeah that's a fair point yeah. Um, anyway, so they talk to, uh, Chloe, and it's so obvious that she did it. Um, I don't know if it's just because Carmen Electra is not good at acting, but Chloe is bad at acting, like, she is sad that her husband died. Yeah, not only that, but, like, uh, you know, Monk is obviously snooping around, and she's, like, very vague about a lot of things, and he sees that somebody, somebody was popping champagne last night, and that's not something that someone that's just you know had their partner murdered with yeah that, that's way too on the nose too like really you're gonna be popping champagne also if you're gonna do that clean up like i get that you know yeah. you're a rich superstar you know singer or whatever but you weren't always yeah. at some point you were just chloe smith and you had to clean up after dinner you know um yeah well not only that but like i'm sorry i don't think they just dropped in on her they probably called her before and yeah. like hey we're on our way like do some do some dewy diligence yeah exactly see the characters catching on um, yeah. Also, I think she notes too is well the thing that they ask her is that you said on the phone that you thought that Ian probably killed himself, which is right. of course because the plan was to make it look like a suicide. Um, yep. Which is always a great plan um, in terms of that ways to kill I people. I didn't realize that until right now. Actually, I, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I didn't realize it until after I, you know, until the second time I saw it. Obviously. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of ways to k- kill someone without being suspected. Staging a suicide is always a better idea than using a monkey. Um, just yeah, yeah. Um, and Sharon's, you know, like uh, now you believe me, and Monk's like, yeah, 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 but there's nothing I could do. And then we got to talk about it. Sharona then commits a felony, and we they just go like, this is crazy that she doesn't. There's no repercussions. She commits a like, I didn't look up a class felony because honestly, I didn't want to look up what is what level felony is it to break into an animal control and steal an animal in California because that would put me on a list. But it's it is a it, that is at least like a you know there's probably some jail time associated with that. Yeah, no, of course, and uh, you know I that's the thing. It's like they make I don't blame her. Like she's a great actress and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there's just like some like eh, shoddy writing with, in regards to her character. Yeah, I, it's just like Sometimes. yeah. The, the thing is that you you get that she cares a lot about Darwin, but it feels so. It feels so reckless in that, like, she legitimately could, like, be... A, if she goes to jail for even, like, a year, she loses custody of Benji. Like, it just it feels, like, right. too much. And that's what I was going to say. It's, like, they literally, the whole, like, there's... Benji's in the episode. Mm-hmm. So if he weren't in the episode, I'd probably feel a little differently. Yeah. I would probably forget, but, it, you know, like, yeah, it's just, it's it's a little weird. Yeah. I, I think that the, I could see, like, her breaking in and, like, chaining herself to his cage or whatever yeah you know yeah like that feels yeah. but like to steal him is a bit much um yeah and so then uh Stoudmire and disher have to show up at Sharona's house and it's very obvious that darwin's been there um yeah 
all the paintings are like crooked and there's like uh like food materials on the walls and it's just a fucking mess in there Mm -hmm. and you know then they ask where is he and because if she doesn't say then they have to arrest her and uh you know Stoudemire's like uh randy tougher and you know they arrest her and who walks in but benji who is uh is like mom what's going on which is like you know what's going on she's getting arrested don't be stupid i'm kidding yeah um yeah but uh you know and like stomach tries to play it off and he's i, I think he's a good guy he's trying to play like oh we're trying to see if yeah. we could get her out of your handcuffs because he doesn't want that image to be in benji's head um but sharon's like no don't give me that out and he's like you're right about ruben you know standing up for someone who can't stand up for himself and you know that's a good lesson you didn't need to jeopardize your custody of your child to make it that make that point, but it was it's a good point, um, and it is true. Yeah. And so, sure enough, she gets locked up. Mm-hmm. She gets she gets put in the pen. Yeah. So Monk goes to meet Sharona in the interrogation room, and then there's a a line reading that Tony Shalhoub has in the scene that I think is one of the funniest things he does in the show. Um, okay. Where he puts his hand down. And on the table, and there's like some substance that gets in his hand, and he goes, uh, "What is that? What though? is that? I don't know." And he goes, Ugh, "It's jail goo." The way he says the yeah. word "jail goo" is so funny to me. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I wrote that down, jail goo, and I'm just like, "Oh my god, what the hell?" I thought for a second it was like Darwin's like saliva, mm-hmm. but I'm like, "Why would he be there? Why would that be there? I don't know." Yeah, I mean, there's an obvious answer of what a substance that looks like that and has that viscosity is, and I'm not gonna say it. Um, because even I, uh, you know, have standards, but I, I don't know if that's what it is. I hope it's not, but, uh, anyway, Monk ends up getting a wipe and he wipes it off. But, um, you know, Sharona Bakes, implies, like, you know, I'm really relying on you. And what you end up realizing is it's because Monk goes back to his apartment and who's there, but our friend Darwin. Um. Darwin checks in, if you will. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I have never seen Dunstan checks in, and I'll be honest with you, I probably won't. Um, because uh, don't really feel a hole in my cinematic experience of a movie where if I, what is a monkey stays in a hotel. I believe he's an orangutan. Orangutan. Sorry about that. Um, sorry to all of our uh, primate friends watching this. I mean, listening to this. Um, you know what I mean. Um, if you are a uh, if you're a primate or if you're a primatologist, yeah, if you're a primatologist, please write in. Um, we'd love to talk to you. I, I honestly, or, if you, or or if you just really like listening to Primus, we'll take that. That is true. As well. Actually, no. Honestly, I don't know if I know <laughs> any, any every like in, like every kid in middle school I knew who like liked Primus. Like, just I actually don't want them on the pod. Not saying that everyone who listens to Primus is like that, but like if that's like a thing that's part of your identity, then no. Um, but uh, no. But if you, well, you you weren't you weren't a big Tony Hawk Pro Skater one. I mean, yeah. no, I love Tony Hawk Pro Skater one, but I was much bi- bigger into uh, Superman than any other song in that tr- soundtrack. Um, um, so here I am. Yeah, exactly. Doing everything I can, holding on to what I am. You know. Um, and uh, anyway, um, I still got to download that uh, new the, the remaster they did. Of I have it. It's great. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do it after I move. Um, but anyway, um, because I have to quarantine in my room for a couple of days before I get a test back, so I gotta do some stuff. Um, anyway, uh, shouts to being safe. Um. So, so now Monk, yeah. Monk's got to do this on his own. Yeah, and it's clear. The thing I like about it is that I think that you could have played it where Monk's completely freaking out at everything, but I like that he's having right. he's having an associative episode, which is, yeah. in my opinion, I think more realistic, just based on, like, you know, I don't know a ton about mental illness, but I think that, like, if you have that much of an overload, like, his mind couldn't process having all of those phobias go off at once, so it's kind of like he's just like, it's not, not happening, what do you mean? There's, there's no monkey in my apartment? That's ridiculous. Yeah, like, honestly, and that maybe that's a credit to the show, but, like, because he's had, like, similar moments, uh, but this one was, like, you know, it lasted a while. Um, but I was watching it, I totally bought it, like, yeah. 100%. I wasn't like, oh, what the hell, he's usually freaking out. Like, yeah. no, I actually was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah, and he, he calls Do- he calls Dr. Kroger's office, you know, he says it's an emergency, he's not available. Darwin pulls the phone off the hook. He's uh, He tries to give himself some orange juice. Darwin puts the orange juice bottle in his mouth. He tries to read. Darwin is closing up to him. Um, and so, thankfully, Dr. Great, yeah. you know, great primate acting, by the way. Oh, really great good. stuff. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I am actually, that's why I do want to talk to a primatologist because I am curious how that happens. Um, also. They're just really smart. Yeah, they are very smart. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, once again, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know what the ethics are on training a primate to act. Um, but anyway, um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, so Dr. Frodo shows up, and there's a great bit where Monk's like, where he's like, how are you? He's like, I'm good. There's an ape in my house. Um, yeah, I love that. Kroger, like, making house calls now. Mm-hmm. He, he normally the same doesn't. guy who, he like, doesn't. Oh, he, Right, but like this is the same guy that was, uh, you know, duck and monk when he was outside of his house. So I like, mean, yeah. he should, good, good decision by everyone involved, um, and so, you know, Doctor Kroger is like, you know, he's kind of impressed with a monk's handling it, but obviously he knows he's having an associate episode, and then the landlord yeah. shows up because he hears no, not because there's because apparently monk put a sign out front that says house for sale. Right. So okay, my first thing is. What the hell happened to Willie Garson? Why did he take such a small role? I don't know. I, in I my was notes, shocked by that. In my notes right here, I have this note. We gotta have a Willie Garson conversation. <laughs> Which, yeah, o- the no, only time those words have ever been written, by the way. Um, you thought that we were the only podcast to ever have a Nestor Carbonell conversation? Or have right. a Willie Garson conversation? Yeah, because, like, okay, was he already on, like, Sex and the City at this point? I'm not sure. I'm not a Sex and the City guy. I can tell you. Probably. Um, just based on the years. Um, yeah, I mostly know him. I didn't. I only watched the first like four seasons of this show, but he was on White Collar for the whole run. Wait, you know what's weird though? Yes, he was. By the way, yeah, Willie Garson and Carmen Electra both get like one scene, which is insane to me. Now, Willie Garson, I don't think is on the same level as Carmen Electra. My understanding point. Probably not. Probably not. Now, now I would. I also honestly, just based on his type, I wouldn't be surprised if Willie Garson auditioned for Monk. He definitely has like uh, the he could he you know I mean the two things I think about him I think white collar and then I think about the scene in being John Malkovich where he goes he's only in for one scene where he goes up to John Malkovich at like a restaurant and um, I've never seen that movie oh it's one of my favorite movies and if I remember correctly the line is and I'm gonna bleep this out because it's a word that I don't like to use but the line is like uh, oh I remember you played that retard in that movie once right <laughs> and it's just like yeah it's like, yeah I have a cousin who's like that who's retarded I think it's the line. Um, but anyway, great stuff. So, you know, the landlord notices that Darwin is there. It's like, no pets, yada, yada, yada. As if, like, you know, this is a good situation. Um. Right. And he takes off his hat. And? Darwin goes ape shit again. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like his baldies. Exactly. His bald erasure. Exactly. And then, so, Monk puts the hat back on. Darwin's fine. He takes that off. He's not fine. He solved it. Now, this is my problem with the episode, that this is, like, I feel like a monkey gets mad at bald guys is, like, the clue that solves, like, a mystery that was written in, like, 1910. Like, it kind of feels, like, really too easy. Not too easy. It just feels, like, really unsophisticated. Like, it feels very unscientific. Um, it's it's, a, it's yeah. a kind of a wild hunch. Like, I was saying, as I watched my mother again, and I'm like, you know, obviously, yeah, okay, fine. It's because the guy who killed his owner was bald, but, like, what if he just saw a movie of the week where Sir Patrick Stewart was the bad guy? Like, you know, it just doesn't, there's really no uh, empirical way to prove the reason he hates bald people. I saw it. It's called Green Room. That is true. I said movie of the week as in, like, a TV movie, but I did yeah, forget yeah, that no, there is a movie. Yeah, I know, I've never seen Green Room, so, um... It's fucking jarring. It's I'm a, really I understand. he's a Nazi. I, I know. I also don't like having high... I have heart disease in my family, and I don't need to give myself high blood pressure for no reason, so that's why I haven't seen it. Um, yeah. So, they so he solved the case, and so then you see a bit where it's kind of confusing if you don't know what's going on. They're back in the panic room, and you know uh, the the security guy is you know Derek Wolf. Is he Derek Wolf? Uh oh, fuck yeah, I believe you're right. Kurt Wolf. Kurt Wolf. Because what I said, because Derek Wolf is a like was a nose tackle. I think he might still be for the. Uh, he was Denver a defensive Broncos. end for the Denver Broncos. No, was he defensive end? I thought he was defensive tackle, but yeah, anyway. Defensive end, defensive He's end. crazy. Uh, that's everything thing everyone says about him is that he's insane, which, fair. Um, yeah. That, so they're in the panic room, and they're basically like, we found this tape recorder, uh, you know. And did you think when you were watching this, like, how the hell did they not find this tape recorder before? That's exactly what I talked about earlier. I, I was yeah. like, wait, how did they miss this? But they did miss it, because it, it wasn't there in the first place. They act like they're saying right. a lot, like, oh, no, this tape recorder. Well, we can't move it because the FBI guys have to see it, yada, yada, yada. And so they're basically they're setting a trap for uh, for n- neither of our friends, Kurt. And so then they we cut to night, and they're staking it out. And there's a, I like this bit a lot with the flashlight on how you feel about it, where uh, they're all in a circle. 
And anytime any of them talks, yeah. Monk has to shine a flashlight on them. Um, mostly because we get good, exasperated style miner, where style miner is like, you know it's me talking, you don't need to see me. Um, yeah. I mean, that's one voice you can hear. Like, just how Monk can tell who somebody is by, like, their ear. Mm-hmm. You hear that voice, you know it's Ted Levine. Yeah, shout out to Ted Levine. Um, big fan. Uh, I think we've still made crazy to me that he still crazy to me that he was he on the show the whole run. Yeah, that's insane to me. I feel like he's such a big like presence. Like I mm-hmm. just feel like at some point he would have left. No man, he's got some loyalty, man. He's he's loyal to Monk. Also, loyal it's to the bridge too. Exactly. I mean, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot you know, less big of an undertaking, but um, you know, he's uh. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about a man who tucked his penis in between his legs. So yeah, I should not. Yeah, I should not count him out on anything. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, you gotta wonder if like if he's in like uh, CVS and that song "Goodbye Horses" comes on, like does he have to just oh leave? Oh my god! <laughs> does he just leave? <laughs> anyway, he's, he's got to put his he's got to put his arms up. <laughs> oh god. Um, and uh, so the, anyway, in this scene is where Monk gives the here's what happened. So what happened? Okay. Here we go. So basically, like we all guessed, uh, our boy Kurt Wolf was in on it with Chloe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so essentially, he built a panic room, um, but it was never meant to protect him from people. It was meant for him to be killed in. So that's a nice little rub on it. Mm-hmm. But basically, he built a crawl space uh, that leads into the house from I forgot where. Through and, the basement. Yeah, in the basement. Um Okay, this is going to be really hard for me to do. I don't know why. Uh, but essentially, so he he planned the murder. They were going to kill him because, what, he would have they would have lost $10 million in the divorce? Is that what Exactly, it was? yeah, because she doesn't love him anymore, and she's in love with this security guy who, like, let's be honest, like, come on. Like, just this, I don't know. This guy is just, I, I just, I've, I've hung up on how dumb he looks. Um, yeah, yeah, fine, fair enough. Yeah. So, so that night they plan it. Uh, so he basically sets off the alarm. Mm-hmm. He said, but he goes inside. He goes in through the crawl space into the panic room, sets off the test alarm button, which makes the thing only ring from the outside. No, from the inside. Question, how the, no, from the inside. From the inside. From the inside. Which makes the question: How the hell did the police show up then? They didn't show up. They showed up after the one. Because remember, at five, uh, five, like fifteen, after he killed him, he broke some glass. So that's why they finished Oh, it. right. Okay, yeah, yeah. 509. Um, so he goes into the... So sure enough, he puts the test alarm. Um, our guy, Ian, freaks out, goes to the panic room. He's there. He's about to start shooting. And for some reason, he didn't plan around the fact that he knew this goddamn... No, sorry, not goddamn, but this chimpanzee was mm-hmm. going to be with him. So obviously, the chimp tries to stop him. Um Somehow it gets broken up, and he ends up shooting and killing him. Mm-hmm. But obviously, they couldn't make it look like a suicide anymore mm-hmm. because he got shot four times. So they had to make it look like the monkey killed him. Exactly. Um, yeah. Bam. And then on the way out, yeah, he 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 knocks the the thing over. Uh, he he breaks the glass in to make it look like a break in, attempted break in. Yeah. So break in. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, so. I, I think that it, it, the thing that's kind of dumb, right, is that, like, not dumb, but, like, that they didn't account for the monkey. And also, like, that the monkey just so happened to start attacking yeah. him. Um, but anyway, so he ends up, you know, framing the monkey, which, fair enough. Um, it would have worked if it weren't for, uh, you know, those meddling kids. But, um... It would have worked if they didn't try the suicide thing at first. That's why. Yeah. But, like, that was, like, a, he panicked and, you know, I, I understand in a way. It would have worked if he would have worn a hat, honestly. Um... Is the, but uh, also I, the thing that's also kind of silly too is it's like that's true that like okay so Monk decides he doesn't like Darwin doesn't like bald people and like it just so happens that it's just the one bald guy that he met like why is it not another bald person anyway um, obviously it's because he designed the panic room I know but like anyway so uh, Kurt comes in through the panic room through the fridge um, to try to retrieve the uh, tape recorder they turn the light on they arrest him. You know, mm-hmm. bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, exactly. He almost got a monkey killed, um, and then at the end of the episode, they're at like the animal control place, um, and uh, so uh, you know they're like basically that they're, he's going to the zoo. Darwin and Sharona is um, 
you know, very happy. They can go whenever. And then he gives Monk a kiss with a li- with his tongue. Yeah, a big wet kiss. But you know what? Knowing what we know about Zeus, I don't know, man. I think he was better off with our guy Ian. Sad. I mean, once again, that is an ethical quagmire that I not even I want to weigh into. Um, uh, which says a lot. If there's an issue that I'm like, you know what? I can, I'll pass. Um, but yeah, what do you think about this episode? What was your, what was your ranking? Rating, excuse me. Uh, I give it an 8. I gave it a 7.5, mostly because my reservations about the plot. Um, but, you know, I think like I said, it's definitely a fun one to remember, especially, you know, Carmen Electra being in it is such an artifact of the 2000s. Um, yeah, you know, I, um, I... I gave it a, a better score because I, I mean, I undersold the fuck out of it on this episode, but basically I really enjoyed the hell out of the scene where Stott's trying to antagonize Darwin. Mm-hmm. Like, that was really good. I didn't really say much because, like, you pretty much put it out there, but it was actually, like, really funny to me. Um, so anytime, like, we get a Stott heavy episode, I'm going to lean towards an eight or all, like, right off rip. Uh, I mean, Stott is, he's just great. Big fan of uh, Leland Stottemeyer over here. Um, and honestly, we're a big fan of you uh, tuning into the show. I, is, is that fair to say? Do we, do we have an agreement on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so you, as you can tell, we're in season three. Um, it's funny, uh, you know, my, uh, ever since the Breckman interview, I think that this has given, like, um, my mom a way to open up and be like, oh, you should listen to my son's podcast about the show Monk. You know, he, they had the, uh, had the creator of the show on. It's like, oh, but it wasn't impressive until I did that. I'm kidding. Um, so, uh... I don't know. Uh, so I want to thank everyone for uh, tuning into that. I've heard some feedback um, from people. Um, yeah, I mean, anything else about that? Because uh, I, 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 I know that uh, we recorded since, but I feel like... Um... Yeah, no, I mean... Um, it, was a, it was a really nice episode, and I really enjoyed talking to Andy. And uh, it definitely puts certain things in, like, a different light for me. Mm-hmm. Like, just understanding about, like, how many people have... Because, you know, I, I'm of those people that doesn't realize just how many people go into the production of this thing. Yeah. So when he talks about, like, the, the writer room, uh, then, you know, I start to realize, like, yeah, there's a whole team of people that work on these episodes. Not just, like, one... I mean, it is one it's man It's honestly crazy. To a certain point. You're, you're from Los Angeles. Half your town wouldn't be employed if it wasn't that many people. <laughs> Well, it's also because I hold him in such contempt. But, oh, the people in Los Angeles? I mean, for the most part. Like, I'm just, like, tired of, like, the whole stigma about everyone from L.A. being like that. That is fair, but also it's, like... I'm a project manager for a design company. That's fair, (laughs) but it is also, like, it's not, like, Los Angeles... There's not, like, another industry in Los Angeles that should be getting more attention. Like, you know, like... The Mexican food. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. But, like, you know... That's not going to run a city of how many million? No, people. I know it's Hollywood. Yeah, you know, I know. Hollywood, you know. Um, uh, anyway, uh, it's just that whole thing where like everyone moves here, and so nobody assumes anyone's actually from Los Angeles, and it's like, yeah, I am. Uh huh. I believe yeah. me. I understand what you're saying. I I'm yeah. just kind of antagonizing you, um, yeah. and I don't want you Absolutely. to judge me when I inevitably move to L.A. Um, because uh, you know the thing is I. I, I, I wear the yeah, fact go figure I wear the fact that I'm flow grown on my sleeve so no one's gonna make that mistake you know no one's gonna mis- no one's gonna you know I'm gonna set myself apart um, but I did I did pledge on Twitter that if Joe Biden wins the state of Florida I will get a Florida tattoo so um, get that and write uh, what's it called bloodline season four let's go uh, I haven't watched the first three seasons and also I'm not from like the Everglades and so like the thing that's very important to me about Florida is that the regions are so different that, like, I wouldn't trust myself to write any about any region of Florida except for, like, the suburban West Coast, really. Um, well, I'll cut. I'll, I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret. To everybody else, Florida is either Miami or the swamp. No, I would say it's either Miami or the south is the way I usually put it to people. Um, or that. Yeah, like, I, like you know, Miami-Dade County, Broward County— and parts of Palm Beach County are, like, the retired rich people in, like, the party kind of Florida. But then the rest of it is just might as could be anywhere in the South. Um, anyway, uh, as anyone who's listened to any podcast I've ever been on my entire life, I could go on about the regions of Florida for days. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to tell you that you can follow this podcast at Strictly Monkin on Twitter. Andre, where can people follow you? You can follow me at Andre Burr. 
And you can follow me at the J Christie. Please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast, um, and you know, share it with people. Like I said, uh, I think that the Breckman interview is a good place to get them into it. I think um, because I, I, I mean, I've got some texts from cousins and stuff saying they listen to it and they're going to go back to the beginning. Um, definitely got texts from a cousin where I'm like, I'm glad. Don't show your parents because uh, while I'm fine with my parents listening to what I say on this, I'm not. There's certain aunts and uncles where you know we know there's certain aunts and uncles where like I can't swear in front of them. Like they're just too pure. Those are two, uh, you know. Well, I'll say this. My mom is Nicaraguan. Mm-hmm. She's the only... I, my dad, he's gone. Um, so, I don't think she's ever heard of Monk. I don't even think she knows what the USA Network is. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if she'll ever listen to it. That's fine. Thing. I mean, my parents haven't listened to it, and they were born in America, and they watched every episode of Monk, so... Um, and you're their son. Exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to pretend like every single time like a further and further away relative or like a friend of theirs listens to it. It's like, oh yeah, your neighbor who I met twice listened to it. Huh, pretty crazy. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. I, I, I honestly don't care. And in fact, I would kind of prefer it because not that I've said anything on here that I wouldn't be okay with them hearing. I don't want to text like, Jake, why did you make that joke about, uh, you know, uh, what was the joke I made during Mr. Monk Goes to Prison that was bad uh, about uh, the... Probably the murderer, no, the murderer getting her son off more than Norman Bates' mom, I believe, is the joke I made. Um, so, anyway, uh, but more important than that, more important than analyzing what people listening to this podcast has to do with my familial relationships, tune in uh, this Friday as we talk about Mr. Monk and the blackout. I, I got nothing. I'll just say let's get Monk.